Hey, what's up, guys? I'm here with Ken Snocky, who is the GM and president of the Columbus Clippers. Thank you for having me here today. You're welcome. It should be a lot of fun. And, you know, I just wanted to go over a couple things with you. Um, you know, 42 years with, with the Clippers. What is it about the city of Columbus and the state of Ohio that, that's kind of made you stay here all these years? Well, I'm an Ohio boy. I was actually born in Cleveland, so and I went to Ohio Northern University in Ada, Ohio. So I've lived my whole life there. Uh, I actually came down to Columbus, my degree's in mechanical engineering, and I, I came down when they created the Environmental Protection Agency, so I was in charge of air pollution control for the state of Ohio, and everybody wanted my job, and I didn't want my job, and I just <laughs> couldn't see myself doing that, so I took a flyer, got into baseball. You know, growing up in Cleveland in the 50s and 60s, there wasn't this emphasis on minor league baseball when the Indians needed a player. Some guy just magically appears. So, yeah. um, coming to Columbus, and as they were getting ready to create the Clippers in 1977, I was the last person they hired in November of 76. So uh, I've just loved the community, loved the city, and my wife and I raised our family here. Mm -hmm. Didn't want to be moving the kids around. So uh, very fortunate to kind of have stumbled into this and and I've never regretted a day of it. That's awesome. And, you know, uh, back whenever, you know, the Columbus Clippers were established, it was actually the Pittsburgh Pirates, correct? When we came back in 77, we were the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, we had been the Pirates when baseball left Columbus after the 1970 season, before mm -hmm. I came down here. So John Galbraith was, and Dan were from Columbus. They owned the Pirates, so they helped us get a franchise back. We were two years with the Pirates. And then we started a 28-year run with George Steinbrenner and the mm -hmm. New York Yankees. I survived that. <laughs> and then as we started to plan the ballpark um, and as George got ill, the other people in New York wanted the Yankee franchise closer to New York, so they moved over to Scranton. We had a two-year period where we were with Washington Nationals. And then as our, we were getting ready to open our ballpark in '09. Uh, Cleveland's affiliation with Buffalo was ending, so we were able to secure them. And we've been here together ever since, and there's no doubt in my mind that over time the Indians will be with the Clippers longer than we were with the Yankees. Yeah, I 100% I agree with that. And, you know, I think with the Yankees moving to Scranton, I think it's just a better fit for both Ge teams. Geography-wise, it's yeah. a much better fit for everybody. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And uh, one of the things I actually wanted to ask you is, what is the transition like for you whenever – you know, you're switching teams. Uh, major coming, League affiliates? Uh, major League affiliates. What is kind of their transition for you? Is there much of one? Well, it's a learning curve. Uh -huh. um, you come into a new relationship, and you kind of have to get used to each other and see what you can do. You know, growing up in Cleveland, I grew up hating the Yankees because, <laughs> yeah, you know, the Indians were always the, the poor kid on the block. Mm -hmm. It was fun to be with the Yankees when, you know, money was not an issue if George wanted to do something. Uh -huh. And then you come back, you know, the Washington thing was just short term. And, you know, Cleveland is not considered a big revenue city, mm -hmm. but the people have been very, very good. I yeah. Mean, we started out with Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins, and now we're with uh, Chernoff mm -hmm. and Antonetti and Carter Hawkins, and it's just been a wonderful relationship. 
Yes, and I think uh, fans of Cleveland have started to notice they are spending a little more money on, on players and facilities and everything. So I mean, last year in the playoffs, 18 of the 25 guys were Columbus Clippers. That's awesome, isn't and it? That is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the Yankee heydays, if we had four or six with them always buying free agents, we thought we were doing a good job. But you know, our fans have really enjoyed it because you know, we're only two hours from each other. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of Columbus fans going up following the tribe and vice versa a lot of them coming down here to see who the next big prospects are and you've got a couple of them here we've got a few of them here you know uh greg allen's a person that's uh indians fans have already seen uh mejia uh he's 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 obviously going to be with cleveland very soon uh so um that's another thing you know um you've had some pretty incredible players come through columbus in your time uh derek jeter uh, you know, was he was he pretty special while he was here watching him play? Yeah, the, the two guys from the Yankee years that just stood out were first Don Mattingly and then Derek mm-hmm. Jeter. Yeah. There was just something different about them, their work ethic, how mm-hmm. they attacked things. You just knew that they were going to be very good Major League ball players. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you could project you know, exactly how good they become, and Jeter obviously will be elected into the Hall of Fame at his first opportunity. Absolutely. His number's been retired. Uh, he, he's a very special person. So, yeah, and, you know, we had Pettit and Rivera and Bernie Williams and Gerald Williams and Jorge Posada. Wow. Um, once we started, it was pretty neat. But now with Cleveland, I mean, look at what we've done. Jason Kipnis, Francisco Lindor, Michael Brantley, Corey Kluber, uh, Gomes and Perez catching, uh, Chisenhall, and uh, the list goes on and on. Bradley Zimmer turned out to be a great player and Bradley Zimmer is uh he's almost taken on um I talked about this on the show last week he's almost taken on that starting position in center field you know Tito really was switching up the outfield a lot but he's been going to Bradley Zimmer pretty frequently in center now and I think he's going to be a big time player uh hit a home run uh three run homer against the Yankees the other day so you know that's very um very exciting I'm sure for you in the city of Columbus to have all these great players come through your guys' facility and it's just been amazing you know I want to take some time uh, to congratulate you on um, going into the International League uh, Hall of Fame that's got to be something uh, it's a pretty big honor for you yeah it is you don't take it for granted sometimes you just think it happens because you've been around a long time but you know the International League's been around since the 1880s and I become only the I think the 13th non-playing personnel to be inducted into the Hall of Fame so yeah I, I am honored that's that's very special and uh, you know you deserve it for for all that you've done for Columbus and all that you've done for for these affiliates and uh, these players it's just uh, a great honor for you and I, I'm sure for everyone in the organization so congratulations um, you know, Ken, I don't want to take up too much of your time today. I know you're a very busy man, but I do want to appreciate you coming on uh, the show. And, um, you know, it's been an honor meeting you, and, and thank you for letting me interview you. Yeah, and this is, a, you know, this is the 10th year of this ballpark, and it's a big year for us. We decided to take on the task of hosting not only the AAA All-Star Game, but also the AAA National Championship Game. So we've become the first city in the country that's ever hosted both events in the same year. And one of my goals is the host city for the National Championship Game has never been in the game. So uh, I've told Cleveland that I expect a little more help this year because I want to be one of the participants come mid-September. Absolutely, and you guys have the team to do it. Um, you know, Columbus is a very good team. And, um, you know, 
with the facilities and everything like that, I don't think they could have a better park to host the All-Star game and, the, you know, the national championship game. Um, you know, I obviously hope as an Indians fan that Columbus makes it in and um, you guys can win it all this year. Thank you. We do, too. And, and you guys have uh, you guys have been voted uh, best stadium, what, six times? Well, no, now we just got another one, so it's eight times Anytime. in ten years. Wow, that's incredible. I just can't figure out what happened those other two years. <laughs> I can't I either. Missed, I missed, we missed a vote somehow. I'm telling you what, I live in Springfield, Missouri, and, uh, you know, we have the Springfield Cardinals there, the mm-hmm. AA affiliate, and everyone comes through there and saying, this is the most beautiful, uh, you know, minor league park you'll see. Until I stepped up here today, and I'll tell you what, this is a beautiful park. And um, you guys have so many different elements to it. You know, yeah. you guys kind of have like a reg, uh, Wrigley Field vibe to it. Yeah, and you have, have Camden, Camden Yards vibe to it. We have so. a mini green monster. Uh-huh. You can stand under the scoreboard and look in from outside the ballpark like you do at AT&T Park in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we kind of stole or borrowed some of the iconic features features from some of the classic ballparks in the country well it's working Uh, i mean it's working very well uh i was talking to one of your staff earlier about how how neat i thought it was that you guys kind of took that san francisco vibe with uh allowing people to watch from outside the game you know uh you know a 10 year old walking down the street wants to watch the clippers play but maybe doesn't have the money you know, I mean, yeah. that's a very cool feature of your guys' ballpark. I've had some people stand outside there, and they said, if I would only put porta-potties out there and have food and beverage service, it would be perfect. And I said, <laughs> well, that's why we tease you. We actually do want you to pay, buy a ticket to <laughs> yeah, come inside at some point. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, Ken, thank you so much. I wish uh, you and the Columbus Clippers the best of luck this year and moving forward, and just thank you for having us on. Okay, and you said you're going to come back for the All-Star game, I, right? I, I want to come back for the All-Star game, yeah. So your boss, so you've made a commitment. Okay, I sure will. Okay, All thank right. you. <laughs> All right, Ken, thank you. Okay. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm here with Ryan Merritt of the Columbus Clippers. How are you doing today, man? Doing good. Good, man. So you're back off the DL. How are you feeling? Doing good. Feeling good. Uh, Ready to hit, hit the yeah. Again. yeah, yeah. Get back in Cleveland this year. I know a lot of Indians fans love you, man, and they want to see you back up there. So yeah, man, it'd be awesome to get back up there. Yeah. So you're just starting out back with the Clippers off the DL. Uh, you've pitched one game, I believe, mm-hmm. right? You're ready for the second. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I guess take a day at a time. Yeah, yeah. for sure, man. Well, we're all glad to uh, to see you back pitching, and we all wish you the best of luck, man. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Just wanted everyone to hear from you, so thank you. Man. Absolutely. All right, thank man. you. Yeah, hey.